you've come to hear what Psyche says. I'm Dr. Stephanie Vaughn, a clinical psychologist. And I'm Sarah Kanita, a licensed professional counselor. We're just a couple of therapists without a target audience for this podcast, but hope it can be of some help to someone somewhere. Hello, Sarah. Hello there. Time for validation. One of my favorite topics. My biggest hesitation in doing this particular podcast, if I'm just going to be frank, is that I want to do it so well that I can, and, and you and all of our therapists, can point our, our parents, patients, family members, <laughs> whoever, that we can point them to this podcast and say, here is the definitive guide mm-hmm. on validation. If I can just let go of that Can right I now? just validate right now? <laughs> that's probably, that's a tall order. And I'm sure you're feeling a little nervous about that. So instead of trying to be perfect, let's just get started. And if it's not good, we don't even have to post it. Yeah, I love it. Okay. Thank you for your validation. You're welcome. Okay. So I like thinking about differentiating what is validation and what is not validation. I mean, it's really not that black and white, but for the sake of, you know, illustrative purposes and teaching, let's talk about the difference. Okay. So what is not validation? What's not validation is, let me think, should I come up with an example? I have plenty of examples. If you've never been invalidated, I have plenty. I'm drawing a blank right now. Everyone in my life is so validating to me. You are such a liar. Give me an example. Okay, well, I just invalidated you just now. Wow, I didn't even I didn't even feel it. <laughs> Maybe my limits need to be a little tighter. Yeah. So, okay, all right. What about problem solving? Problem solving. That is a great one. Yes. As disagreeing. What? Problem solving is what validation or not validation? It is invalidation. Invalidating unless you ask someone first. Hey, do you need some help with that? Yes. Problem or. Not validation can be um, telling someone that their feelings are not don't make sense or yes. they shouldn't feel they that shouldn't way. They shouldn't feel that oh. way. Classic. Classic. Like uh, I, I, someone recently told me, someone recently <laughs> told me, um, you don't get to be angry. I was like, oh, oh really? Wow. Really? really, I don't get to be. You'll have to tell me later who said that to you. (laughs) (laughs) It was obviously someone who has not read up on validation or studied it at length. So maybe we'll refer them to this podcast. Maybe so. Yeah. So problem solving. I mean, I think this is the biggest barrier for our parents that Mm. that we're trying to teach validation to Um, and not to be, I don't know, not to be gender biased, but I do notice that men have more of an issue with jumping into problem solving mm-hmm. um, than than women do. I think the mo- the moms that we talk to have more of a problem invalidating with reassurance, yes, rather than problem solving mm-hmm. or invalidating with um, maybe being more, I don't know, questioning, mm-hmm. you know, or like trying to like. Um, like, well, that's not true. You've got yeah, yeah. this friend and you're not alone. Like, what about Sally? What about cheerleading? Susie? Yes. Yeah. So I think the moms tend to fall, not all moms, um, but moms tend to fall in that category. And and dads typically fall into the problem solving. Mm-hmm. Um, I was personally, I share the story all the time, but I was raised with a problem solving mom. Um, she was an attorney. And so I think that explained, you know, that self-explanatory it's like you have a problem and here is the solution this is what we will do Mm -hmm. so how i mean some people listening to this will be very confused yes how is problem solving i mean a person has a problem you're going to solve it how is that invalidating i mean i think it depends on the person i think it could come off as insulting 
that, you know, you just want to go to someone to talk and, and they think that you can't solve your own problems. They've got to step in and do this for you. Yes. Um, you may have already thought of all the things that they've said. And it's like, well, I don't need your advice right now. Yes. And if, you you've, listen. if you've ever had that happen, which I'm sure everyone has, I think it's important to really go back to imagining a time when you've had a problem and maybe a big problem, small problem, doesn't matter. And you share that problem with someone else who is on maybe an equivalent level to you in terms of like, you know, the power differential. So if you're at work and, you know, you have a a colleague and you share something with and you're like, hey, you know, this is a problem going on. And then they're like, hey, well, why don't you (laughs) this and this and this, you know, it can be off putting. So I think it's important to go back and put yourself in that position again and feel what it feels like to get an idea. There is this video that we share a lot that's, um, what's it? It's not about the it's nail. It's not about the nail. Yeah. And so the woman basically has a nail in her forehead. The guy is talking to her and she's like, oh, I've got all this, you know, pain in my head. And he's like, why don't you pull the nail out? And she gets upset with him. She's like, you're always trying to solve the problem and <laughs> you never listen. And he, and it, you can see the frustration that he's experiencing as he thinks he can see what the problem is and he can't do anything about it or she's not doing anything about it. So I think for a person who's naturally a problem solver, it can be really frustrating to not be stepping in just to solve it. Well, this is just what you do. And to attempt to validate those type of people, I think the intention is good. They are wanting to help this person. They're not trying to mess with them or to invalidate them intentionally. Right. Right. And the other part of problem solving is it I think insulting is a good word. I, I use that all the time. I'm like, it just feels insulting when you problem solve. It's like saying you hadn't thought of that. Right. Um, but it's it's also an oversimplification. Mm-hmm. You know, it oversimplifies the ease of solving the problem. It's like, mom, I, you know, I don't have any friends at school. Everyone hates me. Well, you know, if you would just uh, just go to that club, just go to, yeah, yeah, just join join the such and such club. Right. Or did you ask those girls um, to sit with them at the table? Maybe yeah. if you, you know, it's like, okay. We got to take a step back and think about what is the function or what's the point of the statement that the daughter shared. If I mean, we can't read minds, but if we were to put ourselves in her place and ask, I mean, imagine a little bubble over your head and you were saying the same thing. No one at you can replace school with work. No one at work likes me. I don't have um, any friends. You don't want another person to be like, well, why don't you, you know, join the such and such at work or the birthday committee or something? I do think most of us, like, if we have a problem, we've probably tried to solve it already. And so it's like, do you really think that I've not done anything already to try to solve my problem? Mm -hmm. That's what I always think about. It's like, well, you know. I'm a pretty good problem-solving person. It's like, if I'm coming to you saying that I have an issue, chances are I've exhausted my options. Yes, and if you are, I I hope I almost always ask if you want any help solving the problem because you don't usually do that. And when you do, I'll, you know, I'll be like, do you want some suggestions? <laughs> That's exactly how you say it, too. <laughs> I know, just with the confused look on my Because I am very tentative about, but sometimes I'll throw suggestions out and then I'll be like, oh, but you didn't ask yeah. and, you know, you probably got it figured out. Um, but so what if that's not validating? 
What would be a response that is? To the comment that I don't have any friends at school. Oh, you don't have any friends at school? <laughs> well, I don't know what example you're going off yes, of. Yes, any that the of one? them. I mean, take yeah. any of them. Well, I mean, I think a potential validating response could be, I'm really sorry that that has to be really hard to go to school and not have anyone that you feel like you can talk to or sit with at lunch. Yes. Awesome. I know. I mean, I can validate, you know. <laughs> validate all day long. I remember um, the first time that I think I've told you this story before but when I was in community mental health it was my first day at at, um, Vanderbilt and I had like I didn't I had some had my first patient there now I had seen um, patients for you know two three years before that but this was my first day there Mm -hmm. and I got this person who was just irate irate about and it didn't have anything to do with me yeah um it had to do with the front desk and the scheduling and whatever and so she came in and just chewed me up like i was you know the messenger right. so to speak. <laughs> and so she just chewed me up and down and i had had enough training in validation i had been doing it so much that i was like well okay i guess i could just sit here and just validate the whole time and it was almost like a game you know that i was like all right i'm just going to validate and i validated for 30 minutes mm-hmm. of that 50 minute session and just over and over and over. Um, and so validation in that case involved me not pushing blame away from me. Because if I just said, it's you know, I didn't have anything to do with this, if I got defensive. Right, or made excuses made for the excuses. front desk. Mm-hmm. And so that was, I did not do that at all. Mm-hmm. I just said, I would be so frustrated if I was in your position. Oh, I imagine that has to be. So I'm just reflecting, reflecting. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing the emotions she's experiencing. I'm checking on it. I'm asking if that's the case. And after about the 30-minute mark, she kind of sat back and looked at me, and she's like, you probably have nothing to do with it <laughs> at all. And and I just you know kind of laughed. And from then on, we worked together really well. I mean, she never got ranting like that again, and we worked yeah. together for several sessions. But um, if you get it down to be able to validate, you really can – Um, validate anything it is possible to validate anything so validation is basically finding the the gold nugget in the pile of sand sometimes there's more gold nuggets than others in piles of sand Mm -hmm. but we're looking for what is you know what's the piece that we can if we can't agree with it then maybe we can at least see it through that person's eyes we can see it from their perspective that's difficult to do if it relates to you personally like if i am coming at you with some criticism it's really hard to not get defensive Mm -hmm. it's really hard to take yourself out of the position of defending and it's like me against you who's right and instead almost forget like you're even almost like you're not even there Mm -hmm. and just imagine being in that other person's position and what it would be like to be thinking the way that they're thinking and feeling the way that they're feeling, can you see yourself from their eyes? Can you experience their emotions like sitting across from yourself almost? And then the better you're able to do that, the better you're able to validate. So you ask, you know, what what is it that this person would like to hear? And are you good at guessing that? If you're not, you could always ask. You know, mm-hmm. you want to be diplomatic yes. in the way that you ask, not like, what do you want? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want for me? <laughs> Although that sometimes would be more validating um, than some of the crap you might be right. about to say to them. Like, it'll be fine. You know, yeah. just calm down. Just calm down. Well, that's a good one. Yeah. 
Okay, so we can validate another person's emotions, mm-hmm. like how they're feeling. So we would have to accurately guess what they're feeling. We can validate their thoughts, um, like what they're probably thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things we can do is what we call functional validation. So functional, val- we made a funny video about that. We need yeah. to redo that video. I loved that video. It was, it was a good, good video. Yeah. It, it took pulling freaking teeth to get everyone to do that video but I th- okay, but I digress. Yes. So the video um, involved um, sort of this amping up of there was uh, several therapist patient interactions, and it as we get snapshot after snapshot, the um, the patient is getting in- increasingly uh, having real world problems like being thirsty or it's raining outside or they don't have a charge on their phone, mm-hmm. and so these are practical real life problems. And the therapist basically just says, um, oh, that that has to be, how does that make you feel? (laughs) (laughs) How does that make you feel? And doesn't do anything about it, even though the therapist could clearly do something about it in the video. And so that can be invalidating when it's like you're standing on my foot. Oh, that has to be really hard. How does that feel? Is that painful? (laughs) Rather than just getting off the person's foot. So functional validation is when you do something um, and that it's possible that that could be invalidating if it's, you know, problem solving or something. It's like if you said, um, you know, I can't, I, I don't know, I, I'm having trouble getting these um, airline flights and I took it upon myself to go and get, you know, right. it might be intrusive um, or, you know, invalidating in a problem solving way. So you got to know your audience, as you always say, yes. Sarah, you got to know your audience. But functional validation would be if you said you were thirsty and I hand you a bottled water. We don't have to say anything. Mm-hmm. I'm just showing you that I get it and that I'm um, feeling what you're feeling and can help you out. Right. You're awful quiet over there. No, I, I'm just I'm just listening. Yeah. It's good. Validation. It's important. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of that, <laughs> praise. What's the difference between validation and praise? You know, yeah. Well, praise is oftentimes not validating, and oftentimes used inappropriately in an attempt to validate another person. That can come off patronizing mm-hmm. or just condescending. Yes, and and teenagers are particularly mm-hmm. reactive, aversive to, to the praise and the cheerleading. Yeah, because they've heard it so much, yeah. and they it, it's almost like you don't get me. Yeah, it's like they don't believe it. Yeah. And it's like it falls on deaf ears. Yes. So side note for parents who do give praise and the adolescent doesn't respond well, (laughs) we definitely want to address that with a, you know, I'm actually not likely to give you praise when you behave like that. If you don't want praise, feel free to tell me. Um, But when you do that, I'm less likely to give you praise or to say nice things. I don't know if that's your long-term strategy, but that's what happens. Mm -hmm. So that's a little side note. You know, if your adolescent appears to not like praise, it actually doesn't mean they don't like it. It just means that right right there in that moment, something is happening for them. It doesn't really matter. You don't need to figure out why. You just need to know the way they just responded is not something you like. Right. And so tag that, address it, and keep moving on with your life. But if you want to validate um, an adolescent, you, you want to try not to ask too many questions, I think, is because yeah. it comes off like an interrogation. Yes. And nobody wants that. No. 
I, I give the example of um, I remember my two kids were working at the dining table on homework and I was sort of like I was coming in from work and I was kind of overwhelmed with stuff to do. I was going to make dinner or whatever. And I come into the dining room and they're both complaining about all the work that they had to do for school. And immediately there's sort of this sense of, oh, God, you know, I'm going to have to mm-hmm. kind of step in. And I was like, I mean, part of it is I just didn't want to. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, there's the part that's like, this is their, this is their problem. And so there's the separation of this is your Mm -hmm. dance space and this is my dance space and it's your problem. This is my problem. And so to differentiate whose problem it is, once I figured out this is not my problem, I could potentially be of help, but they didn't ask me to help. It's that being invited to the party thing. They're talking about a party. I don't need to invite myself to it. So I said, um, so she my daughter goes through the litany of I've got this to do and this paper and this test and this hasn't and so I thought you know if I was in that position what do you want right. you know what do you want when you're going through all that you want the other person to be like like god wow that sucks. yeah and oh. so I did I was like oh my god are you kidding me yeah. I was like and then I was like what is that and it was a subject it was some type of math subject that I'm definitely not familiar with some new math that they made up since <laughs> the I was new in math. school it was like new math <laughs> yeah. that they made up since I was in school and so I was like I don't even know what that is I was like how are you going to do it I was like there's no way I would do it and then all of a sudden she gets like this pride this this prideful kind of look and she's like oh I've got it it's it's fine you don't know how to do this oh my gosh <laughs> you know and so then win-win yeah you just like tiptoe yeah, out of the room tiptoe out, and then you know she's got it and yeah. feels this sense of competency versus right. me going okay all right everybody move over yeah. you know let me give me this give me that we're going to do it this way that way that ends up in a fight yes so validation is not just the warm and fuzzies right. it's putting yourself in the other person's position feeling what it's like to be them, and then saying what they are wanting to hear Mm -hmm. within your, I hate to say that, within your truth, you know, within what is true for you. I know, I know. Within what is true for you and what you feel like you can say. Right. Yeah, but then sometimes parents are like, well, aren't you afraid that, you know, aren't you afraid that- They're not going to get all their homework done or, you know, that they're going to sit alone at lunch. Right. Because if you thought you were that powerful, like, yeah. first off, when you invalidate, you are, you, you're just making them talk to you less. Right. So you, if, if you are that parent who says, aren't you afraid that, you're probably also the parent that the kid doesn't talk to in the first mm-hmm. place. Um, and it, but you are more likely to change, to help them change their life and to make things better by validating than not, which is why validation is such a huge component of DBT. Yes. And I'm thinking couples therapy just yes. communication in general it's it's a skill that needs to be taught and learned it's not something that everyone knows how to do but i think people think they know how yes. to validate which is why it's such a problem yes we've got that quiz don't we mm-hmm. on our website we do it's like a 90 question quiz for parents mm-hmm. that is a or actually for anyone i think it's not just parents that you can go on and take the quiz and you over the 90 questions, you start to see patterns mm-hmm. of how to respond. And it is how you learn to validate. And it's funny, people taking the quiz will tell me like, this is what I, I I'm they're like, I'm just going to be honest. This is what I would say. But this is the right answer. Well, of course, it's what you want to say. It's why we put it as a multiple choice response. I mean, <laughs> no, no, no. They're like, this is normally what I say mm. and that that they would say oh. the invalidating thing. 
but then they know the right answer. Right. And so sometimes it's that you don't know how to validate and sometimes it's that you just won't. Yes. You know, because you got your habits down. Yeah. So if you're the type of person who just won't, you know, you're going to have to work on that. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. But if you're if you're the person who um, doesn't know, then a little, you know, a little study, a little, you know, some 90 question quiz, a little practice, with a little yeah. practice you, you'll get it down. No mm-hmm. problem. And once you get a taste of how validation really can change your relationships, can improve it and also takes the freaking burden off you. Like I didn't have to do all of that homework. Right. You don't have to solve so many problems. Right. You just get a little lazy like me like that. And then, you know, things just start improving. People start kind of picking up the slack. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it works, too. I disclosure gave my husband the validation quiz years ago. And even now today, he'll say something like, was that validated? Yes, that was great. That was great. So, I mean, it, it is true. You start to learn and you feel it. And I think when you genuinely are validated yourself, like you want to do it back and it's just such an effective skill. It is. You're a very validating person, Sarah. I try. You're very, thank very validating. I mean, thank you. And there are those times that I just feel like my pride gets in the way of being validating, specifically when, like you said, it comes to having criticism mm-hmm. um, with being like a relatively new mom and like all the problem oh. solving that comes in. It's like, do you not think that I didn't try that when he was up? At, you know, it's OK. So that speaks to the back and forth nature of validation, mm-hmm. though, if if you don't mind, if I use this as Please. an example. So let's say someone invalidates you mm-hmm. and they're like, well, you know, if you would just yeah. use this particular method, right. then it would be no problem. And so then you're just like, yeah. OK, now the ball is in your court. And so you can actually validate them back right i can try you yes. can validate so yes. you can it's like magic yes. i mean the easy nice thing to do would be like thank you that's a great idea maybe yes. i'll give it a try yes and try this with your parents no matter how old you yeah. are because your parents usually mm-hmm. give you advice no matter what <laughs> did you just see my face yes i did that's all we have to do video <laughs> you know um but like your parents will give you advice and first off they uh, I mean, a lot of times they really don't. Okay, so like my mom goes, it was a couple of years ago, and she was like, you really should listen to this, you know, such and such online. She's like, it's just really amazing, whatever. I was like, mom, what is it? And she's like, it's TED Talks. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I, I did not have the most validating response. I was, Do you not think that I know what TED Talks okay, so is very invalidating? But if I was validating and I was giving, I was taking my own advice, then I would be like, yeah. Yeah, I really like those. Yeah. What's your favorite one? You know, and just sort of move on instead of, you know, have an approval point or whatever. So it's just like, just say thank you. We have a meme on that, too. Um, Or just say thank you and then move on. Or say, I really, you know, I really appreciate you brainstorming to try to help me. Right. Um, It may feed the other person, um, but most of the time it doesn't. Yes. Yeah. So we'll um, we'll probably do more on validation. This would be part one um, because there are, you know, Linehan, Marshall Linehan talks about there's six different levels of validation. I think we could probably do some practice. Guess what I'm going to do? Role plays. Yeah. And so this is a secret. I know that most of our staff really doesn't listen to no. this podcast. <laughs> so <laughs> this is what I'm going to do. My hairdresser is actually the best validator really? I've ever known in my life. Better yes. than me? 
Yes, Sarah, I am sorry. I am sorry. Uh, And really, maybe if she, I don't know. Uh, She's good. good. And and you look pretty when you leave her place. Thank you. you Thank you. That's praise, not validation. But yes. So I'm going to have her come into the office. I'm going to have her pretend like she's a therapist. And I'm going to have her um, with the with our staff, like do some role plays and be like, this is like a really famous therapist. From oh, somewhere. my gosh. Did she agree to this already? <laughs> yeah, she totally did. <laughs> yeah. She's going to come in and then I want to see what they have to say about the validation and see, you know, like uh, I kind of pick it apart as a that. training. Yes. Yeah. I'll be there for that. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I guess we'll wrap up validation one. Yeah. Um, please feel free to leave us a review or comment on this podcast. We would love to hear your feedback. You can also send us some suggestions for future podcast topics by emailing us or sliding into our DMs on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And like us on Instagram and all of our excellent memes. Yes, please and thank you. Yes. All right. And we hope it will be of some help to someone somewhere. somewhere.